take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content, specials, and early access to a longer, uncensored, less than 2,000 experience. And now, Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. So, Chad, at last we meet again for the first time for the last time. I thought that would be funnier than it ended up being. No, no, We're no. We're talking no, about just... space balls. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to come up with a good. What was the What was the line after it? I think there was just a moment of silence while they sat there, like, hmm. They were like thought about yeah. it. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense. All right, so try it again. Be a little more serious. <laughs> I I, I got to not look at you then. So, Lord Chad, at last we meet again for the first time for the last time. I'm your brother's uncle's sister's cousin's roommate. So what does that make us? Absolutely nothing, which is what you were about to become. (laughs) Uh, Spaceballs! Oh my god, Spaceballs. One of the most quotable movies I've ever seen. One of the (laughs) funniest, most ridiculous parodies. I, I... Man, in 1987, this is just comedy gold. Mel Brooks, of course, it's going to be great. It's going to be one fantastic. of Mel Brooks's best films ever. I mean, I love Mel Brooks. You know, he's on my bucket list. If I could meet someone that 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 I just he's one of the people that I would love to meet in my lifetime. I mean, oh he is God. incredible. Yeah, th- that is a good choice, man. I mean, that is that is an excellent choice would be to meet Mel Brooks. And, 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 I mean, he's one of the original, like, modern, uh, he's one of the original, like, fathers of modern comedy. I mean, of course, going all the way back to the 50s with doing the 2,000-year-old man bit with Carl Reiner, mm-hmm. and, like, basically revolutionized comedy uh, with Carl Reiner and then with his movies. I mean, of course, The Producers, Blazing oh, yeah. Saddles, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> I just realized they don't have my headphones in. Is that going to be a problem? Seem to work with what's his name, but maybe I shouldn't risk it for the rest of this episode. <laughs> to get back to last, you know, last thing kind of about Mel Brooks as a, as a comedian, at least for for the intro portion of this show, he won an EGOT. He's one of the very few people that that has all the the EGOTs. You know, I Emmy, Grammy, a, Oscar, Tony. Now let's let's talk about Spaceballs the movie. Oh my God, is it? I, I just want to take a step back and say. Spaceballs the movie. Spaceballs the coloring book. Spaceballs the action figures. See, I'm not going to be able to stop. I mean, it's no, so do. quotable. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so Bill Pullman, of course, as Lone Star. It's just... I Bill Pullman, ever since I saw him in this movie, I can't think of anything but Lone Star. I honestly cannot take him serious as a dramatic actor. Like, no. In, in, like, in, in, no, no, no. You, I mean, seeing him in... in, in um, Lost Highway or well, Independence Day. I was just going to say, yeah, seeing him in Independence Day or, or Lost Highway, right. it's not the same. He is, he Lone is, 
Lone Star. He's he's got he's he's got such a great like just cocky air about him. And whenever I, I I can't he's not the president. He can't play the president. I loved I loved Independence Day, and I liked him in it. But like I I saw Lone Star playing the president. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Like, like yeah. even though Lost Highway, even that he's speech, like, a like when he's giving that final speech in in <laughs> in that movie, and he's like today would be our independence day and you're just yes. like i'm i'm he's lone star this is literally what would happen well it, it, and he shows no like emotion at all when his wife dies in independence day he's no. just like yes mommy's sleeping he doesn't cry he doesn't like really show any emotion at all he just goes yeah she's sleeping like <laughs> and oh, so same thing with it's lost so highway bad. He's like in a loveless marriage and then spoiler for Lost Highway, one, two, three. He ends up killing his wife uh, or, or that's the impression you get at least. And he's just like, I'm sorry, this is Lone Star because he's so great in this movie and he's he's the, his character is the parody of Han Solo and then kind of later in the movie he kind of transitions to uh, the Luke kind of side of things. But um, there is no Luke in this movie. That's really like the only role that isn't kind of a beat for beat recreation. Oh, totally. Uh, uh, of everybody, because you got John Candy as the Mog, as the half man, half dog, with with the tail and the makeup and everything, and and, and John Candy is 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 fantastic too. I'm not, I'm not the biggest John Candy fan. He's fine, but but he was great. He was a, a, he was exceptional in this movie. And they're like timing he was, together. Yes, and they're timing together and all that kind of stuff. And Rick Moranis. Oh, God. Just to round out this cast. I mean, I can't... I mean, by the time I was seeing, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and all of his other other movies, I couldn't look past Dark Helmet. And by the way, <laughs> Mel Brooks did an, an exceptional job naming that character because, you know, between Mel Brooks and Thomas Meehan and Ronnie Graham, the three writers on that movie, Dark Helmet... How mm-hmm. perfect is that? A direct <laughs> ripoff of Darth Vader, basically. Yep. Dark yep. Helmet. Because uh, like, Lord it's awesome. Helmet, yes. And just that first time that he <laughs> shoves his mask up and goes, I can't breathe in this thing. You know? <laughs> I mean, you're just it's like so his round little tiny face in that yes. huge helmet. You <laughs> talk you dr- sight gag. That's <laughs> yes. a sight gag. He drinks coffee through it. And later, later, you know, when they're in the desert, he's wearing that safari hat with yep. the big giant safari hat to keep the Lord helmet thing going. And, you know, is, is you were just talking about Mel Brooks nailed the name of dark helmet. I will tell you where he, he, he did not where I thought it was real, real low hanging fruit and kind of cheesy pizza, okay. the hut, pizza, the hut and yogurt. Come on. You could, I mean, that's the lowest hanging fruit possible. Yeah, I was not a fan of Pizza the Hut. I, I mean, just, I mean, I, I, there's no, there's no joke. There's no follow up. Yeah, that was yeah. the dumbest part of the movie to me. Like, if we're gonna nitpick something, that is yes. the dumbest part of the entire movie. That's, that's dumber than the thing turning into a tra- the the thing the ship being a transformer and turning into a maid and sucking the air off out yes. of the planet. I can I mean, handle that. I can handle that. Pizza the Hut, no way. I can even get behind yogurt. There's a few lulls in this. Like, I also mm-hmm. don't really like when they go to her home, her home planet of Druidia, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which, by the way, you, you don't really get. Oh, 
A Druish princess. You don't really get the play on that when you're a kid. You're just like, yeah, oh my gosh, she's a Druish, Druish. And, well, and, then, but, and then John Candy turns to the camera and goes, she doesn't look Druish. Yeah. <laughs> it, and, and later I, in life, you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> what do you think of Daphne? I don't want to answer this one. I liked her. I thought she played her role of an annoying, uh, stuck-up, entitled princess very well. I thought she... Uh, I didn't. As a kid, I found her annoying. As an adult, I can definitely appreciate that that was her character. I thought she played it well. I thought she she's very very pretty, and I loved the scene. Where Nobody knows she's a base. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Yeah, I, I think I think you nailed it. See, my the reason why I didn't want to answer. I found I found her. I find her annoying. And I find her hard to watch, but, but, in, but it's because she's doing her job. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's hard to like somebody like that. I mean, the best part of the whole movie is like when she's in this, in her private, her private Mercedes Benz space, you know, ship, yeah. Yeah. you know, listening to music yeah. and, you know, she's being talked to, but she goes, With what? The and her hair is, her hair is actually headphones. Yeah, the Leia buns <laughs> actually look like her hair, but they're really headphones. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, I, I think as a, since I watched it so much as a kid, I think I associate my idea of her negatively. Yeah. And I don't think I've reached the adult status that Adam has to accept <laughs> well, who she is because I'm still holding on to that like, oh, like... Even yeah, though they end up falling putting. in love, it's, yeah. they, they fall in love. I mean, it's not even like it's not even like they're they're not attracted to each other. You know what I mean? I just you flung th- my water just right across my desk. There's water I, everywhere. Do you need to dab that? Well, while you're dabbing that, I, so so when John Candy turns to the camera and says, uh, "She doesn't look Druish," I think that was the first time I really noticed in 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 the movie uh, to that point really breaking the fourth wall and then they go so far with breaking the fourth wall it was really really funny and and new and fresh to us that they're making the movie within the movie that they're talking oh, that about was merchandising hilarious. and that they're ma- okay. they're watching the tape of the movie that they're actually currently filming yeah. and all that stuff we're it now <laughs> what happened to then no we're it now now go back to then we can't why we passed it when just now Perfect. You got that in. Awesome. <laughs> so, so do you want to know? Speaking of the movie within the movie, and then foreshadowing Spaceballs too, the search for more money. <laughs> what about do you know it? the only reason why we do not have Spaceballs two, the search for more money, because that was real? Wow. What is a hundred percent Rick Moranis? Oh. because why he did he? D- well, you know what happened, right? You know his, you know his but, past. But, 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 but hold on. I do know. But hold on. That was 87. You know, he went on to do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and stuff and maybe, what, 89? Um, you know, he was in Ghostbusters 2 in 89. You know, by, by I would think by the time they were talking about Spaceballs 2, he would have still, it would have still been before the personal tragedy and everything, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you got to remember, like, the last thing he was really, really on camera for would have been Honey, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves in 1997. Mm-hmm. And that would have been the last thing. So, and he was pretty busy in between there with the Flintstones and, and all the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids stuff. 
Yeah, and, but it's baseball's parenthood. Yeah, I know. You gotta do but that. what I'm what I'm saying is they weren't going to do it right away. Mm-hmm. By the time they would have gone back to do Spaceballs mm-hmm. too, I don't think I don't know if he's the only reason. But one of the things right. one of the things that Mel Brooks said is I will never do Spaceballs two without Rick Moranis, and yeah. so he was really expensive, really busy doing all the stuff. And by the time he probably would have been able to come back and do it, yeah. that's when tragically his wife passed, and he went right. and, and said, "I'm going to." Well, raise I kids. mean, that's a much that's a much better. Uh, excuse than bill murray had for not doing ghostbusters 3 Enough you know bill murray bill murray was just a dick and didn't want to do ghostbusters 3 yeah uh, that's completely- rick moranis had a reason he retired i mean that that it, to take care of his kids after a tra- tragedy so uh, yeah. totally different story but he is he's he's like so i don't know what the word is that i don't know if it's under uh, it's not underrated as much as it is it's just like his performances are over the top and yet sublime at the same way. I mean, he's just Rick Moranis is one of those guys that like there is no other Rick Moranis. I can't no. think of anybody that you would say, "Oh, he's the new Rick Moranis." No, no, he cuz he had such a he had such a unique look. Yes. I mean, he had a tiny head. I mean, the guy has like oh, this God. tiny little round head. And from the minute he came out in Ghostbusters in that in that workout track suit. Oh God. You know, and just the nonstop talking neighbor of, you know, like, Hey, I was going to creep down the hall and tell the neighbor. And then all of a sudden the, 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 (laughs) you know, you left a TV on. Okay. I'm going to go have a shower. Yep. But, but yes, he has that great look and, and the great voice and, and just delivery, the glasses. He is a timeless classes. And you know what? This movie seems more recent than 87. It doesn't seem like a super dated eighties movie. Now they do have that amazing eighties uh, montage with the space balls and like the, you know, there's just the horrible, like cheesiest eighties action music mo- montage, obviously a parody of, of that well, kind yeah. of thing, but well, it totally. doesn't, it doesn't seem like, I don't know. It, it seems like it's to me, it seems like it's more like 92. I, I don't know. Well, that's because it was when I think when you see a movie that's, that's produced and shot and directed extremely well, extremely well, it, it, it it holds the test of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can watch Terminator 2 and other than a handful of little tiny effects, the right. movie still holds up today. Excellent, Whereas yeah. we've talked about this, like Matrix looks like like it, it, it pure garbage. trash. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, and, the, the, and the prequels the to Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can go back and watch amazing stuff. You go back and watch some Alfred Hitchcock stuff. You know, now some of the stuff that's been, been they've added the Technicolor and all that stuff into it. Mm-hmm. But, but, you can tell it's some of the shots are like really dated, but for the most part, it'll still hold up. So mm-hmm. if the art is done good enough, it'll hold up. And Spaceballs, it doesn't matter if you're watching it then or if you're watching it in 2020, you know, it's going to look damn good. It does look damn good. It does look damn good. It's extremely well shot and lit. Like the picture quality is really good. And, and, and so it doesn't look dated from a technology standpoint. And let's face it, it's set in space in the far, 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 far. What is how many fars did it say in the crawl? Oh, uh, far, 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 you know? far, so, far. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's it's like it doesn't have 80s stuff in it. It's got, you know, quote, futuristic Correct. Star Wars. And, and again, stuff. and as long as you're not dating yourself from the technology or shooting it poorly, it can hold mm-hmm. up. And that's why. Yeah. One of the things yeah. that that dates it. Uh, not in a bad way, but definitely you know what decade it is. Is the guy who does the uh, the the sound effects? 
Michael <laughs> Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Yeah, that guy was a big deal for a while. He was in, you know, what Police Academy. Oh, and, he did and, all the yeah, he did all the Police Academies and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that guy was like really massive for a while, and that was sort a of while. a play. That was yeah. a, a a play because Police Academy had already been out, right? I mean, that was like mid 80s right I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. and there are a lot of sequels sequels but yeah it was it was before i mean uh, i mean police academy 2 was 85 police academy mm-hmm. was 84 so he was already a big deal for doing the sound effects and all that mm-hmm. weird stuff in police academy so in a weird way this movie is also he's kind of parroting himself by doing the effects mm-hmm. in the shot because that's what he was known for <laughs> So if you think about it, it's kind of like a parody, not on the genre, but on the actor himself, Uh, which is pretty funny. Yeah, Uh, good point. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. Part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode. No need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. I, I the, the the dad, the 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 king, I thought was good because he did not have any comedy moments. Uh really to himself like he was playing it more or less straight but he he that had to be a really hard role for him because he had to find the perfect amount of comedy just a tiny little twinge of comedy but more or less play it straight and and it's like it's almost like I think it'd be very hard to do it's like he's playing it at like a one and a half out of ten on the comedy meter um, but I just even the part where they're talking about the combination. What's the combination? One, 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 one two, yeah. two, 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 and, two. And you you can tell where the joke is going halfway through one, two, three, four, five. But he's still by the time he says three and four, there's this look in his eyes that like, like he knows yeah, he's delivering he's, comedy, but it's still straight. Well, it, well he's <laughs> he's giving him he's giving the look of like, oh my god, I don't want to give him what's left. Like this is so painful, but not her nose. Not her nose. Okay, okay, okay. I'll pay it. I'll pay it. Not her nose. And and which is hilarious. And again, it's another Druish joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the nose thing. You know we'll, we'll give the, her the, back her old nose. But my favorite of that, the payoff for that joke, is is when he says that sounds like something some kind of idiot has on their luggage. And then the president comes walking in. He goes, "That's amazing. I got the same combination on my luggage." Yep. <laughs> Yep, yep. So the joke pays off a couple times. It does. And the president is great, played by Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks plays two or three characters in this movie, at least two. President Scroob. Scroob. President Scroob and and Yogurt, at at least, if if Mm -hmm. not more than that. Those are the only two that he plays, yeah. Okay, but but, uh, President Scroob is so funny with the two blonde girls and the, the one woman keep interrupting him, like flashing on his... His video yeah. phone. Would, if would you, you like us to beam you, sir? I don't know about all this beaming stuff. Is it safe? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he beamed me twice last night. <laughs> then he gets beamed backwards. Forget yes. it. Forget it. This time I'm going to walk. And then he literally takes five steps into yes. the room. Yes. Why didn't you do that from the get-go? I mean, it's just, again, layered jokes. It's, well, it's it, playing yeah. a tribute to that, to, to, to sci-fi and to space mo- shows and movies and all that stuff. But then also has a little bit of originality to it. And that's cool. That's what makes it great. I... I I I'm, I liked his his president screw was was much better to me than yogurt yogurt like he he like it was uncanny the way he looked just kind of freaked me out man I yeah. just all I was gold like, yeah I had like the heebie-jeebie merchandising it's you know it's spaceballs too the search for more money <laughs> he's 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 so good and of course he's playing up stereotypes with that uh, but but of course he can do it and and. I, this is genius, and the premise of it is genius too. So maybe we can look forward to a spaceballs future where we've got you know spaceships made out of Mercedes and Winnebago, and uh, I can't wait just, for that day. I can't wait. Can't for wait that for day. that day. Love this movie. This is this is just one of the best comedies. It's certainly the best parody. I mean, you're you're parodying the greatest sci-fi or just generally action adventure movie of all time. You've got tons of material to work with all three movies that were out by that point and they nailed it. And it's kind of like, I almost wish that was his last film because let's face it, Robin hood, Prince of thieves with Kevin Costner in 91, 92 or 93 because Prince of uh, men in tights came out in 93. So it had to have been before then. I'm sorry. Kevin Costner's uh, Robin hood movie was nowhere near the level of a star Wars and the, in the Bram Stoker's Dracula that came out around that time. If that is what he was parroting in the 95 movie he made, um, you just, there's no comparison between the quality of what you're parodying. I'm out of stuff. I agree, but I think, I, I think, I don't think you could have, well, I mean, we're over the, the episodes over, but you know, you could never do any better than Spaceballs, but that doesn't mean you don't you don't you don't like you know win the World Series and then quit playing baseball. You know he he made an incredible movie that couldn't be topped. Well, that but he was still like went the, out and that tried. Was like it. the tenth time he won the World Series, though. You know what I mean? It's so like who cares? Well, gonna, well, lots. Oh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, we had this. The Wizards never on. happened. The Wizards, the Wizards never happened. did happen. No, it <laughs> did, did not happen. The Wizards. Okay, I gotta and hang up now. <laughs> Show over. <laughs>